0: Fresh Art International presents Fresh Talk, conversations about creativity in the 21st century. I'm Kathy Bird, Fresh Art producer. In this episode of Fresh Talk, we present two conversations at the intersection of contemporary art and food in Spain. First, I'll be speaking with Mariam Shambayati about her project, "Mooning Next Me, and then with Monsi Guillen and Anthony Miralda about Off Menu, their most recent collaborative project. All this in Barcelona. I'm Kathy Bird, Fresh Art Producer, and today I'm speaking with Mariam Shambayati. She's an Iranian artist who studied architecture in Paris and is now based in Barcelona since 2003. She
1: calls herself the ugly duckling of the art world. Why is that, Mariam? The reason this notion occurred to me today, just as I was speaking to you, is because I feel a bit uh, out of place uh, within uh, the art world, among other artists.
0: Because you haven't been making art for so long? Or because you have a different way of looking at First productivity? Of all, because
1: I never studied art, I never was meant to become a professional artist. This adventure sort of began... Uh, by chance, about 10 years ago, when I did the first self-portrait. I was never a gifted child in the art sense, I didn't draw well, or no one ever told me you were going to be a great artist one day. And so when I discovered painting at the late age of 27, it was like a complete new adventure opening up to me. I had no idea what was going to happen next, there was no fixed plan in the art sense, you know, in the art world. And there still isn't. You know, I've been doing this for 10 years and I still don't know where I'm going to be next next month. And now I'm doing a sort of a multimedia installation project which combines objects and portraits and food. <laughs> so tell
0: me about this project. I think you said it's called Next Me. Yes,
1: the idea is called Moolinex Me and it... It stems from the fact that I love to get to know more about people and people's lives and especially people's intricacies and secrets, things they don't necessarily reveal in their everyday life. So this project came about from the idea of combining food cultura, which is this foundation dedicated to culture and food, this museum, and organizing a series of dinners to invite each time 12 people. I invite each person to bring an object from their kitchen with a certain story to tell. And I gather these stories and I gather the objects and I make portraits, photographic portraits of each uh, participant in the dinners. And at the end of six dinners we'll organize an interactive installation in Food Cultura where I invite everyone who comes to the installation to also bring an object, and they're given the opportunity to exchange their objects with one of the existing objects within the installation. So the circle of networking just keeps going and going and going. Each dinner gets cooked by a different person. Mm -hmm. I'm cooking the next one, which is going to take place this month. The idea was to have a simple, single... A casserole type dish. Mm. Uh, No fancy cooking, no Nouvelle Catalan, uh, fusion with Cuban, anything. This is uh, people's uh, grandmother's recipes or how you learn to cook, you know, from growing up.
0: Macaroni and cheese.
1: Yes, exactly. We're open to all kinds of suggestions. So each of the dinners is made by a different person and the basis of the dish is a single dish.
0: How many dinners have you produced we've, so far? At created? Food
1: Cultura, we've hosted one dinner already, which was cooked by Monse Guillen, Miranda's wife. And uh, before that, I did a sort of a beta run of the project. I had a dinner party um, with 12 people, and that was called the, the uh, dinner number zero but uh, officially we've had one Muli next meal dinner. How many do you plan to do? Six in total.
0: I think it would be interesting for us to explain a little bit about the Food Cultura Museum Mm -hmm. because that is the context for your project and I plan to have a conversation with Miralda, Mm -hmm. Antoni Miralda also, who is the originator of that concept with Monsi, his his Mm -hmm. wife and collaborator, and this Food Culture Museum is actually a place you can go in a little apartment, a flat, in Barcelona over the Moritz brewery. Bar, a brewery, and there are different rooms with artifacts from all over the world that have to do with food. This particular setting you seem to believe is the most resonant for your project. Why is that?
1: Well, more than the physical setting in itself, which is wonderful because it's very inducive to everything that has to do with gastronomy, obviously. I think it's availability of the people who organize food cultura. Fundamentally, Miralda, and Monse, and Pepi, who works with them. It's the fact that they're open to any kind of suggestion, any kind of project, and it's not a static, dead museum, in the sense that really that's the least of it. Uh, it's all, almost, almost a laboratory itself. Exactly. The interesting part about Food Cultura is that they're willing to host and help along a lot of different uh, projects, a lot of uh, different artists, and I think that's the reason we're working together, because this being a very untested, innovative thing, also for me, Next me, it's really a laboratory to see what, what happens. It's, and I think uh, Miranda is that kind of uh, risk-taking artist, which is what I, what I like. Yes, and how does this relate to the rest of your work,
0: this Mooney Next Me?
1: Okay, because it uh, comes back to the essence of everything, which for me is people. And the reason I started to paint was because I wanted to, to discover the depth within people, uh, starting with myself which is also significant because Mulinex, the name is Mulinex Me. So I also started with myself on this project. It has to do with the fact that I've always been collecting objects. No matter where I move to and where I move from, it seems that objects from my past have been following me. And since a few years ago, I've gotten into the habit of writing their provenance on them. On the chairs, on the easels, on the radio. I noticed that. Um, So it combines a lot of different aspects of my life into one project, which is portraiture, writing, socializing is very important to me, objects are very important to me. I think it's a kind of fusion of all the different aspects of life that uh, fascinate me, really. Food! Food. (laughs) Let's not forget food. Who
0: does not love food? All this material will become an installation. Mm-hmm. of some kind. Do you mm-hmm. have a picture in your mind where it would be presented?
1: Well, this first uh, installation is going to be presented in Food kultura but the the future of it remains to be seen because there's a lot of very interesting material at hand which I'm putting into the website of of the project. So as each dinner gets done We're we're putting up new material from each dinner on the website, and it keeps evolving. It's never a static site. And once we've closed the installation, I think the site will keep on growing, actually. It doesn't mean that the project will have ended. So it can end up in the form of a publication. It can move to other cities and be developed there, the project, with other foundations or other galleries or art institutions, I have no idea really. I think uh, it it leaves a lot of open doors. It's not a fixed project. Well, I hope I'm on the dinner list.
0: Part 2 of this episode features Montse Guillén and Antoni Miralda originators of the Food Cultura Museum. Today, I'm speaking with an artist couple whose long career has focused on food and its relationship with art, society, economics, and politics. Miralda created Food Cultura in the late 1960s as the platform for a series of ritualistic public performances. In the 1980s, Montse joined him to begin creating actions, collections, publications, exhibitions, and projects. They even ran conceptual restaurants, El Internacional in New York in 1984, and Big Fish Miami 1996 in Miami. In 2000, they pulled all their projects together into what is now known as Food Cultura Museum. Though they've presented their work as part of established art events such as Documenta and in traveling exhibitions like Magicien de la Terre and Expo 2000 in Hanover, Germany, I see the way these two work is that they like to present alternatives to the cultural dialogue that most people engage in. This is the case with a project they're about to launch here just for a four or five days in Barcelona as sort of a response or counterpoint to a major food festival that's happening here called Alimentaria 2012. And it's a very big deal for Barcelona, I understand, because most of the festivals take place in Madrid, but this one is in Barcelona and food from all over the world will be coming here and highlighted. This project is called Off Menu. Tell me how this idea came to you and why it's important.
2: Well, the idea came uh, trying to create an alternative platform, thinking about the city as a major platform where uh, many things happening in terms of food, not only in the alimentaria, uh, during the fair time, and especially thinking about uh, the idea of uh, linking different parts of that city and different people and different interests. So, in fact, part of this collective that we create is a complex of uh, somebody in the food business, somebody in the design, somebody uh, as a gallery, an hotel, designer, ourselves as a food cultura. So this was the idea. Probably this is one of the first times that we working on that sort of team this proposal, this was written down on this on the poster, the celebración del manjar y Seus Ritual. So, in fact, we are interested on food, but we are perhaps we want to point that idea of the rituals of food, so the city as a as a shelter for those rituals, and the food itself as a celebration of the food. So, it's not about only gastronomy, and actually, there's not at all in, in this program about gastronomy, but yes, it's about taste, and I think about experience, and about also sharing and uh, participating, I mean, giving the chance of, to participate.
0: Montse, tell me about some of the, the highlights of the food festival. The opening event is
3: uh, ball, uh, del Vermouth and it's dance. vermouth is a drink for aperitif, for appetizer, a special drink. And it's a dancing at this moment, at the moment you drink this uh, special drink. This was a very old tradition for the um, Fiesta Mayor. It's the celebration of each village. This one, it's a representative of one of these very old traditions. It's a very special dancing at 12 o'clock noon and the people eat uh, some appetizers like olives or potatoes will be 2 or 3 hours with the live orchestra and the traditional dancing
2: it takes place in uh, one of those regional houses if i can say it, in barcelona this is the casa de aragon where actually is, uh, they have the dancing room and they have also a floor for uh, playing and for staying. They have a restaurant, so it's it's interesting because again, this is off. You know, we are absolutely uh, trying to get in touch of other textures than the, the official ones and. Uh,
0: I think so. it's very fun, and I noticed one event is in a hotel. That's uh-huh. a pajama party. That's- the pajama page a
3: very all dessert in Spain. I think so come from the 50s or 60s. And the name was Pijama. And the Pijama, it's a combination of different things. Ice cream, flan caramel, a chantilly, banana, like mm-hmm. a split banana or something like this, but more. It's unbelievable.
2: They look fantastic because imagine a flan, the ice cream, yeah, uh, it's, banana, it's and, uh, and the, uh, the, the chantilly, I mean, all it's together.
3: Like a valle de, del vermouth a pyjama It's to recuperate another old tradition into, in 2012. For me, this year, it's like a presentation. Yeah. It's like a, like a movie, you present a, trail, a trailer, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. This is a little bit a trailer
0: of maybe what will be next year. This seems to be a very playful mm-hmm. project compared to some of the projects I've seen you involved with, mm-hmm. just in following your history. How does this type of project fit in with your larger body of work?
2: Hmm. It, it's it's um, creating dialogues, and this is part of all our, our interest, you know. Just not making a museum. I mean, we are we are not a museum at all. We are, I think, I mean, of course not. But this it's the anti museum idea, you know.
0: Yes. Of course. And I know you got involved with Mariam Shambayati with the her project, Moving Next Knee. How did you end up she supporting her work? And she
3: contacted us, and she was very interesting in the food culture, the concept, and she offered. She offered, uh, uh, if we are interested in to do her project, Mirala like uh, very much. And we uh, start with this series of projects, uh, dinner, will be six, and after will be a, a huge exhibition with all the objects she collects from each dinner.
0: So that- I, mean, I think I- the context for mm. her project being yeah. in the yeah. museum is, it's is it's brilliant.
2: What was the most interesting to see, you know, an artist's work, then uh, uh, it gets that sort of, uh, you know, adding this, uh, this new connection, you know, so it's extending, and it's uh, and it's, right away it's a response, it's a dialogue, you know, between what we can propose or we can suggest or what we can give away as a project, as a concept, food culture, mm-hmm. a, and and what she's doing all this time of and we've been uh, trying to uh, not creating, as I was saying, uh, a museum style, you not know, creating a place where this type of things can happen.
0: been listening to a Fresh Talk feature about contemporary art and food in Barcelona. Find out more about Montse Guillen, Antoni Miralda, and Mariam Shambayati, and hear other podcasts in this series on FreshArtInternational.com.